Loading Nerd Track Program. Listen when ready. Yum, yum, yum. Cheetos are good. Down they go. Down into my belly. Nom, crunch, nom. crunch, crunch. Yum, yum, yum. Cheese, cheese, cheese. Glug, 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 glug. Wow. All right. Let's do something before we actually get into this. Um, well, welcome to the What could that be, Jeffrey? I don't know. <laughs> what do you, you always interrupt my, I have one thing that I want to do. I want to say the name of our podcast. So people know what they're listening to, and you yeah, always interrupt job, me. job, and it's stupid, but you're going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Welcome to the Nerd Trek Podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining us. I'm Jeff. I'm here with Phil. Hey, everybody. So today... <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm here with David. I'm here, too. David's here, too. Hi, guys. Here too. <laughs> All right. We're going to do an episode, I promise, but I want to do this thing first. So we just... We, not that anyone cares. But we recently switched over one of our hosting sites, and uh, it gives. I know they do. Um, It gives us far more detailed uh, about who listens to us, like um, some stuff. So I want to give some shout outs to uh, some of our listeners. Um, Apparently, 79% of our listeners are female, 21% male. Hi, ladies. Hello. (laughs) Hello there. Uh, 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 most are between the ages of 28 to 44 so thanks hmm. um <laughs> that's not so, fucking creepy at all that's not i know right Jeff's dad. i know people are gonna be like well, i don't want to listen anymore i know he's neither a woman nor in that age range that is true <laughs> he's he's and, and just for clarity, we have no idea how accurate these are <laughs> yeah i don't know it just depends whatever the this thing's telling what us we're being told but i want to give some shout out to our fans um so 92 percent are in the united states um five percent are in canada so if you're uh, people in ontario listen to us thank you uh two percent brazil in the federal district and sao paulo thank you if you're listening to us france uh there's someone in france we 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 okay so the united states pennsylvania (laughs) if you live in lancaster or pittsburgh thank you uh, West Virginia. We have, we're big in the Amish communities. <laughs> we are. Uh, Parkersburg, West Virginia. Thank you. California. I know who these people are. Uh, <laughs> Lazy bastards. <laughs> Valencia, Clovis, and Oakland. Hmm. Hmm. Alaska, Oakland, if you're Phil? in Anchorage. Uh, Florida, if you're in Perry, Florida. Hi. Oregon, Portland, and Eugene. Texas, uh, Dallas, and El Paso. Missouri, Dexter, and Springfield. Dexter? Is it Dexter, Missouri? Apparently. Virginia, there's Richmond and Ashburn. Thank you for listening to us. Um, Illinois, Woodstock, Illinois. Woodstock. Indiana, Fort Wayne, and Warsaw. Um, Yeah. Massachusetts, Andover. Got some good stuff. Delaware, Bethany Beach. Hi, I'm from well, Delaware. I'm pretty sure we know who the Massachusetts one is. 
Possibly. Um, <laughs> not enough information for Georgia, so I don't know. But yeah, uh, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so thanks to our listeners from all over the country and the world. I appreciate that. Crazy. Craziness. All right, let's do an episode. Um, we're basically killing time because we already know that this will not probably be a good one. Uh, today, we will be just... <laughs> We will be discussing Firstborn, TNG Season 7, Episode 21, original air date, April 23rd, 1994. Um, apparently, we're just in a string of uh, parenting and son issues uh, in these these three, with the one before it, uh, this one, and, and the next one. All the unknown sons popping up all over the place? Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> this one is involved, uh, so Alexander's back. He's just been MIA for a while. Um, he's aging up and Worf's trying to get him to um, do some Klingon shit and a mysterious friend of the family appears and there's an assassination attempt on Worf and the Dura sisters and are involved and there's a whole thing um, and really? <laughs> we we have mute buttons. They even they work early when you hit the mute button. I, like, I know we don't have the highest of standards but God... <laughs> All right. Uh, I Talk might have some... had one too many beers before I started recording today. I don't know what to say. Super. And you're still drinking. All right. So Wait, uh, I got half of this one. I can't waste it. You know what? Fuck it. David, what are your thoughts on this one? <laughs> Sit um, back, everyone. Well, this definitely uh, achieves some pretty epitomal levels of bullshit. Uh, there's not only temporal prime directives being uh, being violated, but we get to find out that uh, Alexander is gullible both as an adult and as a child uh, because apparently he just finds strangers who promise him things and he's like, sure, I'll give you money to promise you can take me back in time or show me the head of a mummified leader from 300 years ago. Um, not to mention, like, I kind of get the whole I, that Worf wants him to be a warrior thing. Um, but I don't know if my kid kept throwing back like what his mom had said years ago in his face. I'd probably be like, well, she's not here. So I'm going to do like we're going to do what I think you need to do. Mm. Um, yeah. there And there's a lot that just doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, luckily, they, they address most of it, even when he's Alexander, old Alexander's talking with Worf. He's like, you've already changed everything by coming back. So I don't know why you think, you know, what's going to happen. Right. Because you've interjected yourself now into the past, and it is, it's a lot. And I kind of get it, like, it's the parent that wants their kid to like a certain thing, so they're like, I'll expose them to it, and hope that they really latch on to it. And he kind of seems like he might. I think but, it's more than just like, though, it's a big part of their culture. I don't know. Well, yeah, but I mean, he wants them to commit to that and go. And it, it's kind of funny, like, you even if he doesn't commit to being a warrior at 13, couldn't he still learn how to protect himself and save his dad when he's older? It's kind of like saying people can't change their careers. Once at 13, you've chosen what you're going to do and you have to stick with it. And uh, Jeff would understand that as someone who made a pretty yeah. large career change in the middle of his life. <laughs> That's true. Well, the Klingon, it's just weird with Klingons because they're like, well, if, if you don't kill someone now, then you're never going to kill someone. It's like, I get that it's their culture, but it's just, it's, I don't know. I never I'm quite sure understand the kill someone because I think that was old Alexander trying to push young Alexander too hard. Even Worf was mm -hmm. like, he doesn't need to do that right now. Like, you, you take it in stages. Yeah. Murder Murder's comes later. Little, Murder little comes death. later. Murder comes later. <laughs> we, start, uh, we start with humiliation and then we'll deal with murder down the line. There you go. But, Phil. But yeah, this falls apart under any kind of screw. <laughs> yeah. Phil. 
What's your take? Um, I think it could have been interesting. It's the um, the Alexander time travel thing. I don't know. It's the episode. Uh, fine, whatever. Um, <laughs> I think they could have done more with like the. I don't know. Well, I was gonna say they could have done more with the time travel thing, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. It it falls into a really weird category because it's like okay, yeah, you've got time travel, but you kind of play loosey goosey with it, which now we totally don't do, mm-hmm. except for discovery. But whatever. A bit. Um, yeah, so I don't know. As an episode, it, it's fine. It's got an interesting kind of storyline with Worf, the assassination attempt, and then brings back the Dora sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting twist when they're sitting there in the observation lounge and they pull out the the dick tog and and it's got the what the Duras crest. I'm sorry, on the it. what the what the, the, the dick tog the, the dagger. <laughs> sorry, this is a family friendly podcast, Phil. I can't be saying words like that. Um, they pull it out and it's got side eye. gave you. <laughs> I could feel that through the audio. The, the Duras family crest is on it and it's got the improper crest. Um, because of Lursa's child or whatever. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it had some interesting points in it, but yeah, not crazy about how they handled the the time travel and stuff. But yeah, it, was an interest, was, it was an interesting thought. Yeah. I, I would have much rather just had uh, them, like Worf and Alexander, just having these, like, father-son struggles. So basically, yeah, we learn that this guy who says that he's like a... Um, yeah. What's his role? Or he says his his role is like is like a, or something. an advisor t- to the family, uh, basically. Part of the family, basically. Um, and so that's why he's trusted. But we learn it's actually it's it's Alexander growing up. He's traveled back in time because Worf as dies sometime in the fu- like you know forty years in the future or thirty years in the future. Um, which Worf at that time would probably be like I don't know seventies. I'm like that's you can die in your seventies. It's fine. Yeah. Um, that is a Klingon, apparently, not in battle. Yes. Well, and so because Alexander was like is trying to put, you know, change things and not just be an angry Klingon, he's trying to have like peace. So he travels back in time, which to me is like, uh, apparently you can just do that. You don't need to slingshot around the sun. Like, how did he fucking just travel in time? Because some dude told him he could. Like, I have so many questions. And that's what about I mean. That. After the guy that was like, dude, I got the shrunken head or whatever. He's like, all right. And then apparently he talks to another guy and that guy's like, I can make you travel through time. And he goes, okay. Well, and it just but he did. Out. He did travel. And he did. Time. Yeah. That's why I'm like, he's either the luckiest, like <laughs> most yeah. gullible person ever or <laughs> it was, it's just weird. Um, so I don't, well, and then he just leaves at the end of the episode. I think Worf yep. says, oh, he, he was called away. Like where the, so is there just older Alexander roaming around? He had to go to the cargo bay and get in his DeLorean, and then he had to shoot that out the airlock at 88 miles an hour. <laughs> Into a TARDIS, and then slingshot around the sun. Uh, yeah, it was weird. I. And then the other thing, too, is, um, so they bring the Duras sisters. He, he fakes an assassination attempt from the Duras sisters, and then they come back, um, and we learn that she is with child. But then it's funny because in generations in like a couple more episodes and then a film they're in that film and then they die. So isn't that changing history anyways? Or is that, uh, if if you haven't seen it, fuck it. Sorry. It's been 35 years, 30 years. 
and but we'll get like, to it soon. So, <laughs> yeah, but I'm just like, is do people argue about Canton in that way, or is like, or is he altered it so much that this has happened? Like, I have so many time travel, timey wimey questions. Uh, timey wimey questions. Yeah. Oh. But isn't that weird? Isn't that weird if if Alexander comes from the future and she has a child? Unless, oh, it makes no sense. You're you're, yeah. you're acting like they thought about this episode before they wrote it. They they didn't. Oh, like, unless the <laughs> child unless she gave birth to the child before the, the what takes place in generations and the kids out there somewhere. I just I, I have so many questions. You know. It's all bullshit. I might have to side with David on this one. This is kind of bullshit. All bullshit. It's a little bullshit. Um. No one dies. Wrong. At least in season seven, this is the first time I felt like they didn't put the proper amount of thought into an episode. They've had weird thoughts. They've had mm. weird ideas and ran with them. And somebody pitched something in the writing room they should have said no to. And they're like, yeah, why not? It's season seven. But this is the first time I feel like they made filler. Like they mm. didn't really think it well, through. Well, I think they're tying up loose ends because they're like, hey, we haven't seen Alexander in a while. We got to do something with him. That too. That's true. That's true. You know. Because it's been like a year or more since we've seen him. Well, again, because the previous episode they did, Wesley, the, you know, spoiler, the next one is a thing about Picard and his possible son. Um, so they're just kind of trying to tie a lot of this shit up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and no one else is really in it. Like, Picard's in it for a minute, and he goes, hey, I'm going to peace out to an archaeological site. Thanks. And then Crusher's in it for like a minute just to, to, to ask what the Klingons are saying, and then she's gone. Cork uh, has more screen time than pretty much Cork right? yeah. does. Yeah. Speaking of which, why did the yes. Universal Translators suddenly stop working when they're speaking Klingon in their ritual instead of speaking Klingon normally? I I don't. There's no good answer because they didn't put any thought to this episode. That's why. I like the whole time. Well, they were well doing that, like, that's pretty. I, that's pretty consistent though. There's there's moments where that's true. They've picked and chosen where the Universal Translator kicks in. Yeah, because Worf will just say words in Klingon. Well, that's assuming... Yeah, that is that is interesting. I guess I, I never thought about that before. If he's on the ship, wouldn't every... Even if he says it in Klingon, wouldn't it still be said in English? Well, and even not on the ship. Like, some of the stuff that the guy said on the planet came through as English, which I assume was being translated because it's a Klingon no, he said uh, colony it in English. that they're doing. You think so? Didn't well, the actor like said it in English. Well, the actor said it in English, but what's supposed to be happening is they're oh. on a Klingon colony and they're doing a Klingon ritual. Why would he say any of it in English? True. Like, it, it seems like the translators picked up some and not others. Is it like some ancient form of Klingon that the translator doesn't know? And if not, why not? It seems like it's pretty complete. It's They didn't think this thing through at all. They didn't give it any thought. You're like, thinking too much. That's on well, you. Not the first time I've been accused of that, but still... <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. Uh, I I wish it just would have been Alexander and Worf having. I think it got too complicated. They tried to make it too spacey or too sci-fi. Yeah, I mean, it was Does kind of an sense? interesting idea, and yeah. it's weird. I don't I don't know how much it was back then, but I feel like the whole "I'm your son from the future" thing has been way overdone. I don't know if that's more recently, but. Back in, the early, in the 80s, 90s, like back, to the was back to the future kind of deal, but that's not so much. I mean, it is kind of my son from your son from the future, but not 100%. So okay, I try to give it a little leniency other, on that. Well, what other examples the are there? 
the most recent one would be that Ryan Reynolds movie where he's like, I'm you from the future and it's your dad and you're dead. I'm the son from the future. But oh. I, I can't think of them all mm. off the top of my head, but I feel like there has been a lot of it's about 15 years apart is, is too much for you. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit, man. <laughs> Anyways, um, could be, I don't well, know. And this, epi- and this episode is supposed to be totally different anyways. Oh, really? What was it originally? Uh, the original idea didn't involve Alexander at all. It was um, they come across a Romulan ship that has Federation markings on it. That's mm. from a future like where the Federation and the Romulans are at peace. Mm. Um, but both of both the ship and the future version, Commander Riker was commanding it. Well, mm. um, but it turned out to be a hoax on the part of of the Romulans. I don't know, trying to get information or do something. No. Um, but yeah, they they scrapped it because it was over overly complicated. Yeah, that sounds overly complicated. So they kept the time travel. So they, thing so they kept the time travel and just complicated it a different way. Yeah. yeah. So okay, here's a good example where I think um um a plot can work, but you get it too overly complicated. So there's a there was a movie that came out a few years ago. I think it was an M Night Shyamalan movie, but it starred Will Smith and his son Jaden. And it's set in the future, and they're like lost in the woods, and they're fighting off these like uh, alien robots or something. Keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. I think it would have worked if they had just like simplified it and be like, no, it's just set in the present day and it's just a father and son in the woods and he's injured. Like don't have it in the future. Just have it like simplify it, make it like characters. I think this would have been much more better simplified if it just been Worf and Alexander doing family issues. And I mean, you know, throw some drama in there somewhere, but, but then, it was, weird. then, then we'd bitch about it because it was just repeating. It's like, okay, every time we see Alexander, it's because there's drama and issues going on. <laughs> Or they could have done something. I mean, they could have done something with them. Maybe then he finally yeah. gets shipped off somewhere. Or, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Something. Yeah. But we don't really. I mean, I think he pops back up in DS9. And you don't have to spoil or anything, but. Because we don't see him again, I think, ever, right? Alexander? Yeah. Hmm. Which is weird because Worf's in the movies and the, it's, he's just gone. He might come back later. Like in DS9? Once Worf goes over? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe. Okay. We'll see when we get there. Um, Yeah, this one's okay. It's fine. Not my favorite. Um, No one dies. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I know. I thought there'd be a lot more death coming up. Well, technically, not. the cloned version of Picard's fake son might, because he said it Wrong had episode. issues. Wrong episode. But next episode, there might be a death, so... There could be all the theoretical people that he killed by disrupting the timeline. Well, technically mm. there is. <laughs> Never mind. Whoa, because old it. wharf dies. No. All the poor butterflies he steps on. It, and make, then I was going to make a joke in very poor taste. I decided not to. Uh, oh, but those are the best you. ones. Uh, not if I have to edit it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now there's just this old Alexander roaming around. I think that's weird. It's weird. Because then what if he was destined to go save the Klingon Empire, but he he fucked it up by going back in time? Could be. Yeah, after the the destruction of the Enterprise D, Worf sent Alexander back to Earth. And then he leaves him there. So so during DS9, uh, he appears on a couple of episodes, Mm. it looks like, but they pretty much say, yeah, 
I left him back on Earth with my mom and dad. <laughs> you ditched him not, again. Not to mention, if I, I, I was I, Worf, I think I totally would have sent him to military school or whatever. Like, it's, it's a boarding school. school. Like, it made sense. Like, if he wants him to be trained, he needs to put him in the right environment. Old yeah. Alexander was totally yeah. right about young Alexander. If you want him to be that way, you've got to put him in the right thing. And yeah, it's not like you would be abandoning him. He's sending him somewhere where he feels he'll be taken care of. Yeah, but okay. If okay, yes, he will probably be made fun of on Earth as a Klingon. But you don't think that if he goes to a Klingon school and they go, "Well, you're quarter human, huh? Stupid human!" Like they're gonna make fun of him too. They're gonna beat the shit out of him. It's not about whether or not they make fun of him. If it's he really wants him to be a warrior and like kind of learn all that stuff, he would need to send him to a Klingon school because he's doing a, a crap job of teaching him that on the Enterprise training him. But he can't even get the speech yeah. right. Like hey, maybe parents should just be okay with what their children want to do and not force them into things. No, that's not the lesson here. Come on. Go to military school. Stuff the will out of them. That's fine. There you go. That's exactly how it should be. <laughs> Especially when the older version of themselves time travels back to tell you, you should do it. That's, that's consent in my book. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you the right thing. You, you just don't know it yet. Oh my goodness. All right. Um, I got nothing else on this one. It's fun. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's not a go-to. Like I think there's going to be like a five. It's not the worst mm. episode I've ever seen, but man, it really triggers a lot of bullshit in the brain. <laughs> Just like really, really okay. Yeah. yeah. I get what, Just, what they're trying for, but yeah. Yeah. But like I, I said, it just didn't have the thought the rest of the season had. Mm. It didn't seem like they gave it much consideration. Oomph. Or maybe that's because it got changed at the last minute. Like Phil said, this wasn't what it was supposed to maybe. be. Maybe. Yeah. Scrapped it. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I got nothing else. You guys good? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. David, I guess let's do your thing. All right. Yeah. Check us out at thenerdtrek.com where we got links to all of our social media sites. You can see us looking deep into your soul in the Meet the Nerd section. You can buy some of our stuff at Cafe Press or at Bonfire, which is our new site. And whenever you are done visiting yourself from 20 years in the past to try and make you into a warrior, you can give us a five-star rating and review, and we will read that out over the air. Absolutely. What is your nerd trick? What is your nerd trick? That's right. i got to start incorporating that. You do. Don't forget, (laughs) uh, we will be in Vegas for the 56-year mission, so uh, we will keep nudging you. And we have a panel, so come and see us. We will be on Sunday. We do not have a time yet. Uh, basically discussing, you know, podcasting in the fandom. Uh, we'll have guests from other uh, shows. Uh, I won't say who yet. Maybe the Sci-Fi Sisters. Maybe Starfleet Underground. Maybe some other people might pop by. Uh, I just said it. Absolutely true. We also have a Firefly-based podcast called Aim and Misbehave that'll be coming out soon. And a lot of other stuff in the pipeline and in the works that we can't quite talk about yet. True. But we uh, are... keep an eye on the Nerd Trek Network. It's bringing up some good stuff. It is. Yeah. yeah, we've got some other shows with different people, not us. So you can listen to those too. <laughs> Sick of us, which God, we know you've got to be. After <laughs> keep nearly 300 episodes. Keep listening. We'll have some other stuff. Absolutely. All right. That is it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. See ya.